just wanna have fun, clap my hands, turn around now and dance, dance, dance. I just wanna have fun, clap my hands, turn around now and dance, dance, dance. Welcome back to In the Field. I'm your host, Zach Barney, and I am joined today by Tanner Lacey, who recently jumped into a sales leadership role with Sendoso, which is one of my personal favorite platforms in the, the B2B SaaS space. Uh, really cool interview talking about the value of gifting and being personalized in your messaging. So let's go ahead and tune in. Welcome back to In the Field, where we meet with the industry's top sales and marketing leaders that spend time in the field. I'm Zach, your host, and I am the co-founder and CEO of Mobley. And today I have a good friend of mine, Tanner Lacey, who recently joined the team at Sendoso. Tanner, how's it going, man? It's good. Thanks for joining on short notice. We're happy to have you here. Yeah. For those that don't know you, I'd love a little bit of a background on on Sendoso as well as yourself. Why don't we start with the, the Tanner story and then we'll move on over to the Sendoso story. Yeah. So, you know, from the area, not too exciting, hopped around a little bit, but currently living out in Lehigh, so not too far from here. And then as far as my career goes, I started off luckily at a little place called Spiff as, you know, employee number one. There was some exciting news about Spiff earlier this week. Really um, exciting news. Yeah, yeah. So that was great. That's where I, you know, I kind of fell into sales, revenue, marketing, that whole, that whole thing. That's where I really got my first swing at events as well. And then since then, I've been in revenue roles, uh, did a little stint at a company called Silk, which was a logistics supply chain SaaS company, and then uh, sold sales enablement at Sales Assembly. And then now I'm heading up all sales at Sendoso. For people who don't know, Sendoso is my spiel on it is its acceleration platform via gifting. So using gifts, e-gifts, you know, any type of physical send in any part of the funnel. So whether it's a lead becoming an actual prospect or a customer or an opportunity to renewing a customer or upselling inside of it, it's the idea of making it more personal and, and adding that extra touch to push the, the deal forward faster, better. Why did you end up making the jump and moving over to that team? Was there anything that stuck out to you about the company, about the space that, that really excited you? So I got super lucky early at Spiff. Spiff and Sendoso actually switched products. We did a product swap. You know, when you're raising money, you yep. got to get those nice logos. And so I've been a user for a long time. Um, and just my selling style has always been a little bit more of that, like, personal touch. I spend a lot more time on less accounts, but spend a lot, you know, get a little more personalized. And so... It's something I believed a lot in, and the team and what they're doing is awesome. The products turn into something really cool. It's not every day you get a chance. Like, obviously, there's been some shaky things in the market with this space, but everything looks like it's going, you know, growing up, and I get a chance mm-hmm. to kind of be part of that. So it's exciting. I've got several stories about my experience with physical gifting in the in the business space. The first of which, do you remember Tout App? I don't. Tout App was. It was the first really successful sales engagement platform before Sales Loft and Outreach really came onto the market. Tout App, they made a name for themselves with sequencing, things like that. Their founder, a guy named TK, ended up selling the company to Marketo. But the one thing I really love about Tout App is they sent me a t-shirt. I was, I was an early adopter of their platform. They sent me a t-shirt. I uh, I was wearing the T-shirt one day, one weekend, and my oldest daughter, who at the time was like three or four, she just was like coloring at the table. I had no idea what she was doing, and she came up and gave me a picture that she colored, and it, it said, I close deals, which was what my shirt said in the That's font awesome. of Tout App and everything. It was really cute. So I um I just posted it online, posted the picture on Twitter, and 
TK responded and asked for my address to send us some more stuff and sent Lucy, my daughter, just a whole bunch of cool swag and definitely solidified my opinion of ToutApp. And I, I was a longtime customer of theirs before they, they kind of sunset that product and I moved my loyalty elsewhere. But that was cool. Another story is about five years ago, I was leading a sales team. It was actually this time of year, right before Christmas. And so many of our vendors were sending us cookies, donuts, just a bunch of sugary snacks. And I could just feel myself getting fatter. I could hear myself getting fatter. (laughs) And I just kind of vented online like, man, I am going to die of a heart attack before Christmas with all of the treats that all of our vendors are sending us. Hashtag somebody send me a fruit basket. Next day. Yep. Somebody from Postmates delivered like $300 worth of healthy food to our office. (laughs) You better believe I took that meeting. Guy named Mikey, who was an SDR at Dachshund at the time. Um, He's moved on and taken some really cool roles. And then the third one, something that you did for my son. (laughs) So Sandoza was not based here in Utah, but you're here in Utah. A couple of other people are here in Utah. You had some people in town. I threw out the offer that you guys could use our office space. So you did. I used our office space for a few days. And I had to bring my four-year-old, Hurricane Hazen, one day because it was our nanny's day off. And we had somebody else lined up, but she backed out. So I brought him in, and he was just monopolizing everything. Talked to you about his love for excavators. Drew you a picture, I think, of an excavator. And you used your own platform, Sendoso, to send him an RC excavator. That kid was so happy. It was awesome. And definitely helps you guys stand out from other platforms. And another other people that might want my business in the future because you took the time to actually learn about my kid and send something that was meaningful to him, but also just the fact that you took the time to listen to him and and focus on him versus trying to push any sort of sale down our throats or anything like that was awesome. Yeah, so. no, I was stoked to see you got it. Glad glad he liked it. Oh, he was so happy. Tried to get, you know, tried to get a good one. Originally, we were talking about sending him cookies, right? <laughs> so, and he still had that in his head. So he's like, "Is this my cookies?" Then he opens it and it was the excavator and he was so much more excited. Yeah, I looked, I was looking through the marketplace and all this stuff. And eventually yeah. I just was like, you know, what? I'll just hop on our little Amazon integration and send him a, yeah. an excavator. Told him he had to help you dig out the weeds though and everything in the garden. <laughs> well, um, there was one time he has, he has like this sit on excavator, kind of like the ones that they have at like at some extra playground like, yeah. with like levers that you pull. And we put in a fence about a year ago, but throughout the winter, the dirt from the fence post was just sitting on our basketball pad. And I was out doing some yard work one day. He's just out there in like a PJ t-shirt, his underwear and some boots, which yes, have excavators on them. (laughs) And he's just sitting playing around in the dirt with this thing. And after like an hour and a half, I kid you not, he's like, dad, come look, I made a foundation. (laughs) He was three at the time. What kind of three-year-old knows what a foundation is? It was, it was amazing. Definitely resonated. It was personalized. So I wanted to ask a couple of questions. The first one is, what value has, have you and has Sendoso seen with being personal with the, with the gifting rather than just sending generic swag or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a time and place for every type of sin, right? Um, and you know, like a, a good example is um, we just had a deal where we found out that it was someone's son's birthday. Like kind mm-hmm. of they've mentioned it in passing and we sent them out like a cake for their birthday, right? And things like that. And when you spend the time, you find things that are personal. Again, like they don't always buy, but they remember. And so that's a big piece of it. Like you, if I go do a ton of research on Chris 
and find out he likes whatever restaurant or everything. And I sent him something that doesn't mean I'm automatically going to close the deal. But when, right. when either it's this time later, buying cycle late, whatever it is that resonates and that pays down the road. You know, we've seen anywhere between three to five X increases of ROI on the spend and it climbs up higher as you get more personal. So there's yeah. still a time and place for a gift card for socks or, you know, whatever swag you want to send. That's pretty generic, but it has a lot to do with what you send, but also how you send it and how it's interacted with what you do to follow up with it. Like there's mm-hmm. a whole like array of things that make it actually effective for you. Yeah. You guys have like a team of people writing handwritten notes and things like <laughs> that. That's so awesome. Okay. So how do you feel a platform like Sendoso can fit into face-to-face marketing? Obviously, this podcast is in the field. It's primarily around event and field marketing. Mm-hmm. What's Sendoso's place with that? Yeah. So events, I love events. You know that. I mean, you've like chatted about events in the past. That was a huge part of what I did at Spiff. And when I first started, I had never done one before. And I thought I was going to be really cool. And I ordered a whole bunch of Spiff socks, right? And we showed up to Saster with a whole box of socks. And I went home at Saster with about 400 pairs of socks. Um, Nobody that, wanted that them. Every other, yeah. And then also every other vendor was giving me socks too. And we didn't stop doing socks, but like what I learned from that was that everyone has t-shirts, everyone has socks, everyone has chargers. They all do the same thing. So we started toying around with other things and trying to get more personal. There was a few things that I found just in general was one is you don't have to overdo it to stand out in field sales with gifting and with like physical goods and what you're doing, whether you're doing it at, before, after. Also, we started to start sending things beforehand. So we actually would start sending out coffee gift cards before or we used Sendoso when I was at Spiff to do that. Right now, we have a lot of our customers who we push to do after events. I can dive into specifics, but the right type of gifting at an event is its the same thing that's memorable. I don't wear t-shirts. I don't wear socks anymore either. I, I, I passed that stage, I guess. I do have a lot of little things that I use. Like um, for a long time, I used one of those little things on my camera on my laptop because I'm uh-huh. like Zuckerberg, you know, covers yeah, it yeah, with, yeah. A, with a yeah. sticky note. So no, I think it's just... It's a good way to stand out. It's a good way to like to resonate. Um, and then after events, um, I mean, even at Saster, I would I just went as an attendee. Somehow, you know, almost every Saster sponsor got my email, and so I got a whole bunch of you know, thank you for stopping at my booth. Yeah. To the point where I just started deleting the emails. Yep. Um, yeah, I didn't didn't stop. Yeah, it's like I never stopped in any booth, so you know, it wasn't it wasn't yep. me. And so, like, it's just a good way to, to stand out. I and mean, what's cool about in-person events is you get to actually, especially now more than ever, that's the time you shake people's hands, you grab a drink with them and get to know them. And that's when you can really learn what they care about. You can learn about their kids or families. So, you know, it's a full cycle on how you approach it. Like, you're you know, sending a whole bunch of gift cards out after the fact might be more effective than just sending emails, but not that much more. Um, yeah. It's, it's Unless about making that. they're personalized gift cards based on For something you learn about yeah, them. 100%. Yeah. 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 All right, so let's take a quick break and hear a word from our one and only sponsor, which, as always, is Mobley, my company. Mobley is the world's first universal lead capture, enrichment, and engagement application. We allow you to capture the contact info for anybody that you meet face-to-face and have their info fully enriched and pushed immediately to your CRM within a matter of seconds. No more need to use and pay for crappy badge scanners for each specific event, and then export a CSV spreadsheet, manually clean it up, and then upload it. Mobly does all of that for you and allows you to follow up with your leads with the app. You can send text, calls, emails, social touch points, and so forth with those activities actually logging back to the CRM. So if you spend time in the field and you're not using Mobly yet, I don't know what you're doing, but go ahead and download us. Give us a try. You get 10 free credits when you just download 
and try us out. Let's go ahead and get back to the episode. Cool. Yeah, I I mean, I can think of some lower level things that, that I've done in the past that are along those lines. Like we, we did the whole $5 uh, Starbucks gift card at a, at a show a few years ago at a previous employer. And it, it was, um, the show was in the Sands Expo Center in Vegas, which is connected to, I believe, the Venetian and the Palazzo. Mm-hmm. And there's a Starbucks right inside the casino as you leave the, the Expo Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had the stack of, of gift cards with a little greeting card from our company saying, you know, coffee on us. And we originally were told to just hand them out to extra special people at the booth. I'm like, this isn't going to do much right here in the moment. What we need is to target people that we know are already on their way to getting coffee and offer to pay for it and give them a gift card. So that's what we did. We, uh, we posted a few people at the Starbucks and if they, if we saw them walking up, with the lanyard from that event, we we would say, hey, coffee's on me. Don't ask for anything else in return. But it had, obviously, our, our company info in there. And we had so many people stop by the booth saying, hey, I have no idea who you are. Thanks for buying me coffee. I saw your booth. I'd love to chat more and understand who you are. Yeah, it was really cool. It's it's funny. Um, a lot of people like you, like you guys probably had too, like the finance or some will freak out, right? They're like, hey, you know, this is for specific people. Oh, yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, like, let's say you're going to even to a lower, like a lower end event, right? You're going to pay, what, 25K if you're a sponsor. If not, yeah. If, yeah. So, like, adding an extra $2,000 is nothing when it comes to your actual CAC if you close one deal, you know? Yep. And so, like, a lot of people try to get over-targeted in, in those type of campaigns yep. with gifting, and you, you end up just not utilizing or getting the most ROI that you could. So, like, I, I love, like, we did we did one in the past where we gave out hangover kits, you know, with, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, like liquid IVs and yeah. um, things. And we just started handing those out. Like, we didn't care who we gave them to. It was just something. Um, and we saw a lot of, like, success from that, you know. Um, people appreciated it. I also always loved what, um, I think it's Patrick Campbell at ProfitWell, which is now, I think, Paddle. Yeah. Um, used to do a Sastra every year where it was a lot more of an experience with the gifting. And mm-hmm. so you got a key. And that key could go try to open the box that whole bunch of cash or something oh, in that's it. Cool. And then you would go, but then they like they always had like a consolation prize because I don't think any key probably actually opened up that box. But they had a whole bunch of different stuff with like, hey, you know, go grab something. Um, it's something that, like you'd actually use, and so you could yeah. pick. And then one thing that we're seeing more and more of, more than just Sendoso can do this, but these platforms yeah. is you can let people pick their swag. Let's hey, you know, yeah. I'm sending you something here. Um, go ahead and grab what you want. Put your address in. We'll ship it to you. You don't have to take yeah. it home with you. Speaking of Saster, that's what they do now. They have, I guess they've done it for a while. They have the Saster store, mm-hmm. and when you when you check in, you get your you get your check in bag. It has Saster bucks on it, and you can exchange those for whatever resonates with you at their store. So, like Joe, our CTO, I remember he he got this really really nice water bottle. I do like t shirts for working out, so I got a cool t shirt. They have little stuffed animals. If you're like, I don't care, but I got kids yep. or whatever, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody got to pick their own. And what that does is, yeah, it allows you to, to pick something that you'll actually want. Mm-hmm. But also, because it's something you want, there's also a lot less waste, right? I've come home with a bag full of swag from different booths and thrown 95% of it away before anybody ever sees it. Yep. That doesn't happen if I get to pick what it is. So how does that work within Sendoso for people that aren't familiar with the platform? Maybe just give us like the 30 second overview of how, how if I'm sponsoring a booth and I want to incorporate Sendoso into that, how, how you would recommend using it. Yeah. So, I mean, we've, this is actually a pretty recent upgrade from what we had previously, but we have a thing called party links, right? Party links, you can actually produce a QR code. 
So on that QR code, you can tie it to a campaign. And that campaign could have a number of things. Like you could deliver cookies to your house. Um, you could you have T-shirts there available to you. There's a whole bunch of you could do marketplace sends, which is you know a third party like a Grove Cookies or someone sending that. Yeah. Or you could have uh, you know what we call Sendoso Direct or warehouse sends, inventory sends, where we're actually you know housing that for you and fulfilling on it as you send it out. So it's pretty simple. You know, someone scans it on their phone, goes through and picks it. You can keep a, a limit on how much they're spending, what they're picking, how many people get to do it. So you make sure you have a touch on your spend. Yeah. Um, and then it's all tracked. So, you know, like it's all going to be inside Salesforce, um, whether people can action on it inside Salesforce or not, which, you know, I think we've talked a lot about potentially having mobile kind of fit in there for actual events. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can track and see who you've sent it to, if they've accepted it, when it's delivered, all of that. And you can do that right at the booth. And That's so you cool. get that experience right there. Uh, or after yeah i like that yeah again takes away the the swag that no, nobody actually mm -hmm. wants feels more personalized and if, if they get a ticket i'm sure that they just leave with a better experience with you which automatically pushes you up the priority list compared to everybody else that they might be talking with i think it's important to call it too like having swag or physical things at your booth doesn't actually for the most part make a difference for people like i don't go buy a software because they gave me like something really cool at their mm -hmm. booth right so like it's cool to have that it's nice and it, it does have branding and it, it adds but i still think where the secret sauce is is taking good notes while you're talking to people at your booth or even if you're yeah. just working the floor on your own you go sit by someone at a session or you go you know network at lunch like taking notes somewhere on what that person is or what they do even if they're not in pipe or you're not trying to sell to them or maybe they're at a target company but not your icp your actual uh you know your target ICP, I buyer, guess, buyer, yeah. yeah. If you track that, you can send and you can actually keep it custom and take those notes. It doesn't take more than like 10 seconds to write that down, but most people don't do it. I love that that is just encouraging the good behavior, right? Yeah. Like if I want to be effective with Sendoso, I need to know a little bit more about that person and actually have notes around it, right? That's super cool. I want to address the, the pushback that you said. Sometimes the CFO will say like an extra two or $3,000 of <laughs> of gifting and they can't justify it or they, they push back at justifying it. Obviously it makes sense for you. It makes sense for me. What I would encourage anybody to do who is getting that pushback on spending money on something like Sendoso, that investment will save you so much wasted time and effort, right? Think about how many calls and emails and LinkedIn touches you would have to blast out in order to get the same number of responses that you would get from, from sending five, or 10 personalized Sendoso gifts, I would argue that the latter is significantly more cost effective versus more expensive. 100%. And I think it's been really interesting ever since Google made the announcement on how they're going to be investing yes. with their domains because like put Sendoso aside, it doesn't really matter what you do. You're going to have to stand out better and you have to be way more careful about how you, how you send yep. anything, whether it's an email, a text, like, a, like you, you're yep. going to have to find ways to stand out which means that you're going to have to figure out how to scale those things that aren't naturally as scalable, right? And so there's lots of different types of platforms and plays that can help you do that. But I think we're saying a little biased here on my side, but like, I think you're seeing a big shift back to like the benefit of like direct mail sending personalized gifts yeah. increases return. Like at least most people respond to that. You know, it's something that stands out. If you do it the right way, you still can't blast yeah. and you could still technically get nailed on your domain if you do it wrong. Sure. Right. But it helps you be more creative, helps you stand out. Yeah. That's super cool. I want to pivot to some questions that I ask every guest. I think I may have forgotten once, but I ask <laughs> almost every guest. Number one, what's the best event you've ever been to? 
and why. Could be a giant trade show like Dreamforce, or it could be a smaller little micro event. But I, I'd love to know what it is and why. My favorite event I've ever gone to is the one that you just got back from, which was Surf and Sales. That's a micro, micro event. And I actually took a ton of personally away from that. Changed a lot of the way how I sell, how I think about selling, how I manage. And just like the fact that it's in Costa Rica and you uh, you surf in between sessions is, is pretty cool. You're actually happy to be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other time, though, the, part of this is the nostalgia of when we were building Spiff. But 2019 Saster, when it was still in San Jose, was just like it's a special event for me. Like it was Saster does a really good job of putting their events together. Which definitely, if you haven't been before, you should go. For anyone listening to this, it's just great speakers. They pull in, uh, they do a great job of, of managing it. Again, like even down to like the swag store is just a great experience. But that one was just something cool for us. It was really the last one before COVID too. And so like everything mm-hmm. else has kind of changed since then. And we had no business of being there, but we sponsored it and paid like 20K for our like five I by think, five. I think booth. the prices have quadrupled. Yeah, since you at did least. That. Yeah, <laughs> at least. And so, and I brought a whole bunch of socks, you know, on like an express order that we had to yep. to do to get there. But yeah, that was just an event where it was super memorable. Um, just a, a good time. We really capitalized on it. If anything, we just learned a lot about our buyers and everything, but just a fun event to be at. I would plus one for Saster. I've, I've been to, I think, four, maybe five Saster. When we were allocating budget for events this past year, being a pure startup, and we, we were talking about this before we even took our first investor check. I said, we have to be at Saster. And I got a little bit of pushback from my team. Like, why? That's, that's not, like, that's an expensive event. I don't care. That's yeah. the best event we will do all year. And even if we don't sell a deal, I will get value out of it because the content is so phenomenal. Yeah. But it really is like the perfect blend of everything. There's a ton of micro events. And, and rather than shutting them down or whatever, Lemkin just like publicly posts about them. Oh, it's so cool. And encourages yeah. it. It's, it's awesome. We won a pitch competition at a little micro event yeah. this past year, and then we hosted our own little dinner meetup as well. Great people, great exhibitors. Like I found a lot of software that we need to be using. We've signed up with a few of them, and the environment is just fantastic. Yeah. I, I think they do a, a great job. New, That's the right yeah. way to do a big event. The new sure. venue is cool too. You know, like yeah. barring bad weather, I guess. But yeah. it's it's been good so far. It's hard to have bad weather in San Mateo. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Surf and Sales. Scott Lease was one of the guests on the podcast a, a couple of months ago and actually convinced me to sign up to go to Surf and Sales while I was interviewing him. He's a good seller. I'd say Scott's yeah. okay at selling. Yeah. He's, he's a little bit better than okay. Yeah, what I love about Surf and Sales is everything you mentioned, right? That The fact that it's not just some boring ballroom meetings that you're very, very tired and forcing yourself <laughs> to stay awake on. So those real connections are made through the experiences, not through the content. But they also had good content and a good environment where you actually care about listening. Big shout out to Scott Richard and Jeff for putting on a, a fantastic little micro event. And I, w- I would argue that most people that go to that will get as much value, if not more, than they would for going to a big, big giant thing. So, yep. so the ROI is pretty clear on those as well, depending on what your intentions are. Yep. Yeah. And who's writing the check? Yep. Also, who's writing the check? Yeah. That, is, that is true. <laughs> Cool. Tanner, this has been great. What would you recommend if people want to get a hold of you? How, how can they find you? Yeah, just, I mean, I'm on LinkedIn, like most of you, right? So uh, add me on LinkedIn. Let's chat there. Yeah, it's probably the best way. And we can we can connect from there. And then, you know, Zach's got my info too. So I'm going to blast this it out guy for everybody. Yep. Mailing address, you name it. I found yeah, cool. it send, me, send me stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, send him something on Sendoso. I guarantee you'll get his attention. If you need his mailing address, look up Mobley. Go. Cool. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Okay. Hey, thanks, Zach. I'm
Funk.